0: I'm one half of the 2 two boys who grew up across the street from each other and became men, Sox men, myself and my buddy Dave. Over 43 years of friendship we started Sox in the Basement about two years ago and it quickly grew into one of your faves and we appreciate that. Currently, because a bunch of babies can't get together and figure out how to play baseball, all we have is simulated baseball we've been doing it ever since opening day. Back around opening day when people were like, oh, why would you do this, Chris? I'm sure baseball will be back soon. I knew what we were dealing with. I remembered 1994. There's still some of those owners in the middle of this entire thing, and the attitude has not changed at all between the union and the players, and that is a shame. Meanwhile, the White Sox in our simulated season are currently at their high-water mark. 18 games over 500 after a nine game win streak. They're currently streaking at a record of 42 and 24. They're sitting only a game and a half behind the twins and four games in front of the third place, Cleveland Indians who come to town now for three. So far in this series, the White Sox have taken two out of three. This is the second time these two teams have seen each other. The Sox have an astounding 25 and nine record at the rate so far this year. Away, they're only 17 and 15. Their run differential so far is an astounding 373 to 254, and if the season ended today, they'd be the number 1 wildcard team. The upstart White Sox, fresh out of a rebuild led by Yoan Moncada, Yasmani Grandal, Edwin Encarnacion, and, and the strong arms of Gio Gonzalez, Reynaldo Lopez, Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, and today's starter Dallas Keuchel. We head out to the rate right. For White Sox Simulated Baseball, brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park, now open at 33rd in Princeton. And still, they have that great menu there and available online through Grubhub and Cork and Carry at the Support a Southside tradition. Without further ado, this is Sox in the Basement, found everywhere. Podcast can be found and always at Saxinthebasement.com. Let's go. Tuesday night, guaranteed rate field. The Chicago White Sox on a tear. They've won nine in a row, and they host the Cleveland Indians in a second-place hosting, third-place matchup in the AL Central. Hello, everybody. My name is Chris Lanuti, and welcome to Simulated White Sox Baseball. Dallas Keuchel takes the mound. 13 starts, 71 in a third inning. He's 6-2 record with an ERA of 4.16. 70 hits given up with 28 walks. It's a 1.37 whip. He also has 68 strikeouts, so just under a strikeout per inning for the big lefty. He's been up and down over the last month, but overall solid. Cesar Hernandez is going to lead off for the Indians. The righty stands in hitting 251. The crowd's still filing in here. Several probably over at Cork and Carey at the park are fine sponsors. As that one's fouled off and the game is underway. Owen won the count. Cork and Carey is now open. And I gotta tell you, I'm shocked. And what businesses like Cork and Kerry have had to jump through in terms of hoops. Did you know their Western location, they tried to open it up and they were told that the, the food that they had there didn't qualify them as a restaurant and they still can't open up their patio. So somehow it's far more dangerous for you to sit on a patio like theirs and have a beer than for you to sit on a patio and have food served to you. I don't get it. Seems pretty equal to me as this one's fly down the first baseline, caught in foul territory by Jose Abreu. Now, luckily, the location over at 33rd in Princeton is open. They've got a great menu over there. And Oscar Mercado will come to the plate now with one out at the top of the first. Make sure you support them. That's a Southside tradition. They've been around for a long, long time. Originally the first location over on Western and now by the park. And it seems like some of the folks that get to choose if businesses live or die these days have not been too kind. And only you can help them. And it's worth it, too. Great food, award-winning burgers, tasty apps, wings, wraps, salads. You're trying to be conscious of your weight. You put on the Pandemic 40, I understand. That's the ground ball over to Mandarill at second, flipped over to first. Abreu has it, two gone. Quickly here in the top of the first inning, and Francisco Lindor comes to the plate. Lindor has seven homers and 36 RBI. Coming into this game, the shortstop was rumored that he could be on the way out, remember, in the offseason. Did not happen, hitting 281, He stands in the right-handed batter's box and Keiko puts a two-seamer at the knees across for a strike, 0-1 the count. Lindor, two for 12 lifetime. That's a 167 average against Keiko. Dallas, sitting on only six pitches at this point, already has two outs and is 0-1 in the count. Rondell sets up on the outside corner. Swung on and sent over to Abreu. He'll step on first. It went so quickly, I didn't even get to give you the defensive alignment. But we will get to that very shortly. We are midway through the first inning in this showdown between AL Central teams. No score with the White Sox coming up. Tristan McKenzie is the starter today. This is his first start of the season. Surprise start. Mike Clevenger was scheduled. He's got a 4.74 ERA over 19 innings. Seven walks, seven strikeouts. He has not been up for very long, and he's only been in the bullpen. Clevenger was the announced starter tonight and was scratched. We don't know why. So the righty will start in a surprise against the Sacks. Tim Anderson steps up, hitting 336. Takes a curveball low, 1 0 the count. The Indians trying to get off to a good start against the team that they will be fighting with, along with the Twins, probably all season long. To have Clevee unavailable has to hurt just a little bit. Sox have to capitalize. Low off-speed pitch goes for ball two. and 2-0 the count. T.A., the righty, the shortstop, awaits the next offering. Low at the knees call the strike. Barely. 2-1 and the count. As I mentioned, the socks have won nine straight. As this one's ripped out in the left field, getting down quickly. It's a base hit. Now off the glove in left field. He kept it in front of him, so Anderson will hold at first on the misplay. It'll go as a base hit. And the Sox had the leadoff man on board and Yasmani Grandal coming to the plate. Grandal's hitting 276. he He's got 17 homers, 48 RBIs. Pitch out right away on Anderson who's in the top three in stolen bases so far this season. He's got a 948 OPS. He's first on the White Sox in the home run and RBI categories. Been batting in the two spot for the majority of this season. After trying out the four, the five, and the six at some point. 2-0 the count quickly to him as McKenzie feeling some pressure. The guy couldn't find the plate early on. I'm surprised they started off with a pitch out. He's still trying to figure out how to get a strike across. Next pitch inside. Bounced over to second. Going to be a tough play to get both of them. Anderson takes out Lindor, but he still gets the throw across on a bounce. It gets Grandal by a hair. A bang-bang play at second and at first, but it's a double play. There's two gone here on the bottom of the first. And Abreu comes to the plate. Grandal has been slowing down lately after a tear last month. Back into the 270s. At one point, he was hitting about 315. The home runs from the big boys, Grandal, Abreu, and Carnacion Jimenez have not been around during this streak. It's been Mancada. We've also seen Luis Robert get one. Several from Adam Angle. James McCann. Danny Mendick. These are the names of the guys bringing the power during this stretch. The other guys did it earlier, but it's the guys lower down in the order and Mancada that have really powered this offense. 2-1 count to Abreu. 2 gone on the bottom of the first. No score. McKenzie into the line. Outside curveball misses 3-1 with Mancada on deck. Mancada has passed Tim Anderson and currently has a 339 batting average leading the team amongst those that qualify. Outside pitch swung on and missed a fastball in the zone, low at the knees. Count is full to Abreu. You're listening to Socks in the Basement the podcast for fans and by fans celebrating a two year anniversary covering our team, the Chicago White Sox, and I wish they would get back to playing baseball as a Abreu walks on an outside pitch. He's down in the first, and here comes Yo-Yo. This team is fun to watch in a simulation, but this does not even compare to watching real baseball, and it is a shame, an absolute shame, that leaders on both sides can't get anything done. Now, I blame the owners, I think, a little bit more, and I'll tell you why. Three proposals have been put out by the ownership. All three of them essentially pay the players the exact same amount of money. That's an outside pitch for a ball, 1 0, and now a strike, 1 1. First proposal for 82 games of prorated salaries came out to about 33% of what they would have made this year. The second proposal for a much shorter season of like 40 games or 50 games with full salaries still came out to 33% of what they would have made this year. And now the new one is 76 games in expanded playoffs. That gives them 75% prorated salary, so an increase still gives them right at 33% of what they would have made this year as Mankata strikes out. So basically, three proposals, they're all the same. It's like a Jedi mind trick. And I didn't trust the owners in 94, and I'm not a fan of them now. End of one, there's no score. Here in Chicago, the Indians are coming back up. So after Mankata strikes out there in the bottom of the first inning, we're into the second. As Fram Mill Reyes hitting 242, 14 homers, 34 RBIs, and a 769 OPS. Currently sitting ninth in the All-Star vote for right fielders. Stands in, he's the 4-hitter, he leads off this inning. The righty takes it inside, 2-seamer for a ball. 1-0 the count from Keuchel, who only needed 7 pitches in the first inning. The next offering, grounded past Mancada down the line. is going to cut it off, it'll be a single. Hugged the line there. Yo-Yo had no chance. I don't think anybody could have gotten that one. Perfectly placed. Reyes is on with a single. And the leadoff man is aboard. Going around the horn. Grandal's behind the plate. Abreu's at first. Mandrigal's at second. Short is Anderson. Third, Moncada. Left, Jimenez. Center, Luis Robert. Right field is Adam Engel. Those seem to be the starters. The everyday players for the Sox. With Larry Garcia generally coming in. The backup in the outfield, along with Nomar Mazzara. McCann is the backup catcher on the bench. And the infielder extraordinaire that moves around is Danny Mendick, and he does well when he's in there. On a tear over his last three games, he got three games in a row of playing time and did very well. And then from time to time will move over to first, but he's currently the DH. Two and one on the outside corner. That one misses to Carlos Santana, hitting 229. The five hitter, a righty. Stands in. A strike across the middle, two and two the count now. Runner on first, not a lot of speed. So not really a threat to go, especially with a left-handed pitcher in Keiko. Inside slider misses, though, three and two the count. Jose Ramirez, a notorious slow starter. Hitting 272 with 13 bombs so far. And he always starts the heat up in June. Stands on deck. The pitch on the way. Swung on and rifled out into right field, tailing back towards the wall as Angle stops stop a few feet before the track, position himself and make the catch. He had a turn and run back there, but that's a fly out to right, one gone here in the top of the second, and here comes Ramirez. Jose Ramirez was one of those picks a few years back in my Dynasty Fantasy Baseball League where people looked at me funny. And the guy just blossomed into something incredible. I believe that year he was outfield eligible, not even third base eligible. He became the third baseman, the rock on my team, for the last several years and several championships. So I know a lot about him. Stands in here, and on the outside corner, two seamer misses, one to know the count. He's 5-for-12 lifetime against Keuchel. Runner on first with a moderate lead. Pitch number 17, low and inside, called the strike at the knees, 1-1 one one. Ramirez. Did not like that call. He steps out of the batter's box, a hand on his hip, and shakes his head. Looking back at the home plate umpire. Gets back in, still shaking his head. He's not talking, but he's definitely showing the umpire and everybody else that he doesn't agree with the umpire. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Misses outside and low on a changeup, 2-1. Beautiful day tonight. It's a weird way to say that. Beautiful night tonight. High 70s, low 80s. It was warm earlier on the day. Line drive over to first. Abreu catches it, reaches back, and gets the runner diving back to first base. It's a line out to three. Double play in your scorecard. The inning quickly over. Midway through to second, no score. And Aloy Menez, 259 hitter right now. Stuck on 14 home runs. The average has been dropping steadily over the last couple of weeks. Takes a high four-seamer. Didn't seem like it was in the zone. 0-1 the count. Into the wind in the pitch. Low and away. Call the ball, and McKenzie throws his arms out. And both McKenzie and his third baseman now have not been happy with what's going on behind the plate, but I'll be honest with you. The first pitch that was called the strike was clearly a ball, so maybe it was a make-up call. 1-1 one and one the count. We've seen shaky umpiring this week. Not every game, but it's been weird. It's an outside curveball misses 2-1 the count. Bomb in the second inning. No score. No outs. With Jimenez, the five-hitter, leading off, and Encarnacion on deck. Curveball down the middle, taken for a strike, 2-2. Two and two. Aloy... And Going through some struggles right now. Remember, he started off the season on a tear. Nothing but home runs. Then he went in the tank. Average got down to like 170. As he rips this one down the first baseline. Then he went nuts in May. Late April, early May, but he was just getting base hits. Now this one ripped out opposite field on the first baseline. It's going to roll to the wall. He's on his way into second base with a double. And that's a solid hit for Aloy. His ninth double of the season, he's on second as the leadoff hitter. They have a shift on for him, not a long one. I think if they're playing straight up, though, maybe the right fielder makes that play. Instead, it gets down, tailing away back towards the corner. Encarnacion hitting 264 now comes to the plate. Jimenez with the leadoff of second base. No outs here in the bottom of the second. McKenzie checks the runner the pitch. Outside four, Seymour misses 1-0 and the count. 429 home runs over 15 seasons for Edwin Encarnacion. He should eventually get to 500 if he can stay healthy. Ripped base hit in the left field. Over to third base is Jimenez. First and third are the White Sox, and there's no outs here in a second. In between Lindor and Ramirez... On the left side. And now Adam Angle comes up hitting 281 with seven home runs and 19 RBI in the season. He's slugging 879. While the average has dipped from being like 330 in limited play to 281, the power numbers in the OPS have actually gone up since he's gotten regular time taking the job in right field from Nomar Mazzara. Mazzara had a big home run last night in a makeup game against Minnesota. Low changeup misses two and one quickly to Engel with runners on first and third. A hard hit ball should score you The pitch on the way. He checks it up down the middle of changeup, and that one you want to tee off on. And Engel shaking his head a little bit there. He doesn't know why he held off on that pitch. Now the count is even at two. No outs here in the bottom of a second. The pitch swung on and fouled back. Count remains even. 31 pitches so far for McKenzie. He's got two on and no out here in the bottom of the second. The emergency starter after Mike Clevenger was a late scratch after warming up in the bullpen. And now a four seamer at the knees called strike three. Engel angry about the call. It was borderline, but we've seen worse calls early on in this game. And I think both pitchers and hitters have to be aware that if it's close, you don't know what the call is going to be at least early on here. Umpire trying to find the strike zone, and Nick Mandragal hitting 244 with a home run and 15 RBI. Comes to the plate, takes one high, and in his face. Getting out of the way. 1-0 the count. He got plunked yesterday by the Tigers. He's such a tiny guy. It feels like you're picking on a kid there. Swung on and fouled off. 1-1 the count. Sitting hitting 348 right now over his last 10 games. The next offering, down the middle, rifled over to short. It's going to be a tough double play. They're going to get Encarnacion over to first. He beats the throw. Mandrigal gets down the line with speed and allows Jimenez to score. That's an RBI on the fielder's choice. And the Sox lead 1-0 here with two outs in the bottom of the second. Lindor got that over quickly to second. Encarnacion nowhere near the bag to be able to break that up. But because Lindor had to go towards third base, he took a little bit off his throw, and on the turn, they're unable to get Madrigal. There's only about three, four guys on this White Sox team that could beat that down the line. One of the other ones is up at the plate right now. That's Luis Robert. He's got five RBI over his last nine games. He's hitting 217 after a terrible start. He lifts this one into shallow right center field. Now it's actually tailing back, and it will get in between the outfielders and roll with a wall. They misplayed that one coming in. It was misjudged in right field all the way around and scoring is Mandergal and Robertson a third with a triple, his second triple of the season, another RBI for him. The Saxley lead two nothing. So with two outs, a double play ball, and Mandergol beats it the first with his speed and then Robert puts it into right center and a little bloop that had a little bit more carry than expected. By the right fielder coming in, you all of a sudden had to change his trajectory, which threw me off. Next thing you know, he's running back to get it, as it's rolling next to him all the way to the wall. Tim Anderson on the plate now takes a ball, 1-0 the count. Roberts on third with a triple, and he swings over the curveball, 1-1 and the count. So T.A. sitting 1-1 and with two outs here in the bottom of the second, and a 2-0 lead. Pitch number 40 for McKenzie, low and outside, 2-1 and the count. 40 pitches so far for the Cleveland starter. So the Sox, working the pitcher and getting the runs. And that has been the story basically throughout this entire win streak. As a strike on the outside corner evens it up 2-2. Two and two. T.A. already extended his hit streak earlier on in this game. He's up to 8. McKenzie now taking his time on the mound. Some trouble with the signals. Gets back on the rubber. The pitch on the way. Swung on and sent down the third baseline, hooking foul into the stands. Just over the netting. 2-2 count, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Anderson goes down. McKenzie happy. Really happy for a guy that just gave up two runs. Two runs on four hits for the Sox. No runs on one for the Indians. We go to the top of the third here at the rate. You're in the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning. Family Waterproofing Solutions. Family owned, veteran owned, female owned. Domingo Santana comes to the plate hitting 301 with four home runs and 22 RBIs. Dallas Keuchel only needed 19 pitches through the first two innings, so very efficient. The lefty gets a strike on a check swing inside, 0-1 the count. Family Waterproofing Solutions, owned by Ken and Maria. Ken is a U.S. Marine. That's a strike on the outside corner. Gives a portion of the proceeds of every job, including yours to veteran and first responder organizations. Details coming up midway through this inning, but they have sacks in the basement deals on lots of products and overall discounts if you get the work done and mention sacks in the basement. They cover all of Northern Illinois except for a few counties near the Iowa border and Northwest Indiana. Inside pitch misses, two and two now the count. And they do a lot. Concrete leveling around the house, foundation fixes, some pumps, window wells, Seepage, water problems. Give them a call. Check out the website details coming up. That one's down the third baseline, foul into the tarp. Count remains two and two. Here in the top of the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning. Pychel throws one inside. It's rifled down the first baseline, hooking foul into the first row. In foul territory, deep down the line. The two-two pitch again. Chopped the Mankata weekly hit, takes his time over to first. Five to three put out, there's one away. The White Sox currently sitting behind the Minnesota Twins, who I'm sure are, are trying to figure out what's going on. Sox haven't lost since they swept the Twins over a week ago. Jordan Luplow comes in, hitting 299, eight homers. White Sox currently 18 games over 500. A game and a half back coming into this contest. High fly ball deep out in the right center field. Angle tailing back. That one is gone. Into the third row. 399 feet A solo home run from Luplo, his ninth. Out of here at 100.4 miles per hour. Sends that opposite field. And we have a 2-1 ball game. So Keiko makes a mistake. Luplo makes him pay. He goes low. He's trying to go outside. It stayed a little bit too much over the plate. He went with the pitch and drove it in the direction that it was tailing away. And here comes Roberto Perez, the 9-hitter, hitting 216. Takes a two-seamer, 89 miles an hour, and fouls it off. 0-1 the count. One out here in the top of the third. It's now 2-1 White Sox. Five home runs and 16 RBIs for the catcher. That the Indians have out there today, a high outside two-seamer misses one and one to count. In the last four games he's played in, he's four for twelve. Next offering inside misses two and one to count. Around the league, Arizona and Colorado. Early on, they're leading one nothing. Now this one is sent down the third baseline. It hooks foul, a couple sections before Mm -hmm. the pole. We see some deep foul balls from Keuchel, and a two-two pitch on the way rifled over the head of Moncana in the left that's a base knock and a solid one so Perez is on first and the efficiency of Dallas Keuchel with the two run lead being tested right here, he's had to throw a lot more pitches in the third and he's given up a home run already, one gone and a runner over at first base and here comes the lead off hitter Hernandez, he's 0 for 1 with a pop out in the first hitting 250 on the season Fouls that one off. A two-seamer 0-1 the count. Hernandez playing second base today. Has a 700 OPS. A shorter guy. I'd like to put him and Madrigal next to each other. See who's taller. Although I believe it's Hernandez. Low two-seamer misses. 1-1 the count. No speed basically over at first base. So you have a roadblock in front of anybody else who may get on. This one's chopped down the first baseline foul. Foul. Off the netting, one and two. And I keep saying off the netting, but if they play without people in the stands, they don't need that, right? I would think they take that down. The one and two, the count, just for aesthetic value. It's going to look silly with netting around and nobody there. The one-two pitch. He misses outside, two and two. Keuchel now up to 38 pitches. Cowan is even at 2-2 two two with one out on the top of the third and a runner on first, the pitch. Swung on and missed. He got him. In the zone with a changeup. Out in front of it was Hernandez. First strikeout for Keuchel. And here comes Oscar Mercado, who's 0-1 for 1 with a ground out in the first inning. Sitting hitting 295 on the season. He's got a runner on first and two outs here in the top of the third. The lefty Keuchel against the righty Mercado. And that's called a ball, and trust me, it had far more of the plate than it didn't. Keuchel shrugs, goes back to the mound. 40 pitches now and a 1-0 count. We've seen good strike zones and bad ones. It feels like more bad than good over the last week, but we've been winning, so it's hard to get like upset about it. But there's something not right with some of these calls. That one swung on and missed high and tight, 1-1. One now he's going to send one to second, Madrigal moving over to his left. Will scoop on the run, throw it over to Abreu as he runs towards him. The inning is over. We're midway through to third. After a solo home run, the lead cut in half, but the White Sox still lead 2-1. to one. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do, are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708 330 4466. Or visit them today at Family Basement Yasmani Grandal comes up for a second at bat of the game. Tristan McKenzie sitting on 43 pitches, both pitchers. At about the same pitch count now, but McKenzie's only pitched two innings compared to Keiko's three. Bob in a third here. Grandal off the nub of the bat, lightly hit. Over to Ramirez at third. He gets it over to first. A weak ground out. And he's 0 for 2, and that's the first out on one pitch here in the bottom of the third. There's been suggestions I've noted that Grandal, after being hot up at the top of the order, may need to move down The question then becomes, who hits behind Tim Anderson? Because you're not going to move Grandal into the four spot and move up Moncada. Four spot isn't a place for a guy to thrive, I don't think. Jimenez is falling off a little bit, so you don't want to move him up into the four spot. Edwin Encarnacion is not a four hitter if you look at his stats. So you can't move Moncada, you'd be trying to find somebody else to put in the two spot. That could be an interesting decision. 1-2 1-2 count to Abreu, low and away a changeup, 2-2. Two and two. I don't think it's gotten too bad yet for Grandal. But based on his speed, if he's not hitting at the clip he was hitting at earlier on, eventually you want to remove that roadblock because he plugs up the bases. Swung on and missed a four-seamer down the middle a little bit in. Abreu goes over the top of it. Fourth strikeout for McKenzie and two gone quickly here in the bottom of the third. Here comes Yo-Yo. Moncada 0 for 1 in this game, takes a ball outside. 1-0 the count with two outs here in the bottom of the third. Batting lefty against the right-handed pitcher. He fouls off a four-seamer down the third base line, line drive for strike one. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Chopped up the middle, had a bit of a shift on, so easily handled by Lindor. He was much closer to second than normal. Over to first. The inning is over. Sacks go down. One, two, three, and through three. We lead two-one here on the south side. Tap at a fourth. Two-one White sacks. Dallas Keichel sitting on 42 pitches. Through three. Francisco Lindor, the right-handed shortstop. For the Cleveland Indians, stands in. And he'll lead off. He's the three-hitter on the team currently. Keichel into the line, Grundal down on one knee. The pitch is low off his shin guard. Rolls away for a ball, 1-0 the count. Lindor now 2 for 13 lifetime with a couple of strikeouts against Keuchel. Here's the pitch. Misses high and away, 2-0. and Now Keuchel comes back inside. It's sent out just past Mandergal on the first base side of his position. Out in the right field for a single. So Lindor puts it on the ground and gets it through. The leadoff man on for yet another inning for the Indians. They've had that a few times. Luckily, when the home run was hit, there was nobody on. That's why it's 2-1. Fran Mill Reyes comes up. He's 1-1 one for one with a single in the second inning. He led off that inning. And he's 1-0 in the count. Lindor has speed. Not super speed, but he could steal over at first base. Inside pitch catches the corner. 1-1 the count. The 34 RBIs that Reyes has hit, mostly in the four spot this year. is third on his team. A low changeup misses 2-1 the count. Deichel takes a look over at first. Now he looks into the plate and comes with it. Outside cut fastball catches the zone, two and two. 2-2 pitch. No outs top of the fourth. Swing and a miss and an outside two-seamer. He chased for it. Well outside the zone. Nice pitch by Keuchel. Reyes sits down and here comes Carlos Santana now. Oh for one with a fly out in the second inning. Keuchel looks over to first. Now he throws over. Close play on Lindor. He's going to be safe. With one out now, he doesn't want him advancing. And getting into scoring position. During Santana's at bat. Now he comes to the plate. It's a strike on the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Throws over to first again. He's holding Lindor. Looking in now at the plate with the runner on first. 0-1 count to Santana. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed a changeup in 0-2. So now the righty Santana... Sitting in the hole, 0-2. Keichel, again, with a long look over at Lindor. His lead is not too long. He goes at a plate. and He brushes back. Santana with a slider. He jumped out of the way on that one, 1-2. Ramirez on deck. Keichel takes the sign, takes his time, and delivers. Swung out and missed. He got him on a change-up tailing away. Outside the zone and at the knees. So his last two strikeouts... With the leadoff man on, we're outside the zone, and both times, the four and the five hitter for the Indians chased, and swung and missed for strike three, that's his third strikeout of the game, second of the inning, and here's Ramirez now with two outs in the top of the fourth inning. The pitch on the way, that's a strike at the knees on a changeup, 0 and 1. Ramirez hitting 271, slugging 560 right now. It's a big number, the pitch. Inside at the knees, misses 1-1 one one the count. His 13 home runs are second on the Cleveland Indians. Like I said, he gets hot in June and July. You get anything out of him in April, it's a bonus. Because over the last couple years with him on my fantasy team, I've noticed the guy will hit under 200. This year he didn't do that. That's a strike at the knees, 1-2. and two. The next pitch popped up. Behind second, Mandrigal's gonna run back and he's gonna get it. 58 pitches, through four innings for Keiko, and he's through his half of the fourth. We go to the bottom of the fourth, the Sox leading two to one. Aloy Jimenez stands in, he'll lead off this inning. He led off the last time up, and he hit a double. First pitch for McKenzie, his 54th of the game here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Misses high, that's a ball. They have a shift on. Second base has moved to the other side. As they look for Jimenez to put it down the line, he does, but it's just foul. Jose Ramirez was standing with one foot, basically on the line. But the ball was received in foul territory. It never got across the bag. Two and one now on that pitch, that misses outside Minnesota. Playing Baltimore right now, leading 3-0 in Maryland. Inside pitch misses on Jimenez, an off-speed pitch. 3-1 the counties in the Catbird seat. Looking around the league, Yankees leading right now 5-4 against Kansas City. They're at home. Seattle and Toronto is leading 5-2. Fouled back into the chest protector of Perez, the catcher. Count is full now to Jimenez. Quickly into the line is McKenzie. That one's fouled back to the backstop, so he will throw pitch number 60 here with no outs in the bottom of the fourth. Sent over to Short, scooped, and a light throw does the job. Lindor over to Santana. There's one gone. Encarnacion also one for one in this game. He had a single. Sox put two on in the second inning. That pitch misses outside, 1-0 the count The next offering Sent down the third baseline foul, 1-1 and McKenzie into the wind Sent down the third baseline again Nice play by the ball boy Down the line, 1-2 and One out, bomb in the fourth inning 2-1 White Sox, nobody on A low 2-seamer misses, 2-2 and the count Now a low curveball misses, 3-2 and with angle on deck the White Sox have this three-game set here at home and immediately go on the road Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Houston. There's a ground ball chopped down the third baseline, picked up right at the bag and sent over by Ramirez the first. and Encarnacion is thrown out. He grounds in to a 5-3 putout, and Adam Engel comes up with a strikeout in the second inning. Two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. It'll be Houston, Detroit and Cleveland on the road trip coming up. Anna Mingle, eight runs scored in his last nine. Takes a ball high, 1-0 the count. Now a low pitch taken for a ball, 2-0. Milwaukee in the fourth inning leading over San Diego at home, one to nothing. Christian Yelich has gone yard. The pitch on the way. Chops back a four-seamer to the backstop. Two and one to angle. Now a low curveball misses 3-1 with Mandrigal on deck. The Giants have scored two in San Francisco. They lead right in the first inning against the Pirates 2-0. Changeup on the outside corner. Call the strike. 3 2 to count as full with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth and nobody on. The pitch to angle. Swung on and fouled off for Seamer. Count remains full. The payoff pitch on the way. Also ripped down the line foul. First base side. Miami takes the trip out to Anaheim to face the Angels this week. They're leading early in the first inning, 1-0. That's a mismatch. Count remains full after several pitches fouled off. Another one gets fouled off. A long at bat now for Adam Engel. Swings over the top of a changeup. He goes down. It was a strike. Shakes his head towards McKenzie, understanding that he got him. They battled, but Angle struck out for the second time this game. After four, Sox lead 2-1. Entering the top of the fifth inning, it's the DP3Tech fifth inning. And DP3Tech partner with Microsoft to bring you a better way to do business. Remember, you can take your system, your company, big or small, You can migrate your systems into this cloud-based service. You don't have to get rid of everything. It's just a better way to do things. Gives you the ability to run your company at home or on the road, with some in the building, some not. Everybody at home, everybody there. Gives you flexibility during these uncertain times. Get everybody up with one button. Show files with a button. Show images with a button. It's a great system. It's low cost. It's local. Details coming up here midway through the fifth inning. As Domingo Santana steps in, 0-for-1. DP3 Tech, a proud partner with Sacks in the basement and these simulated games here in the 2020 season. Dallas Keiko gets the strike on the first pitch. Next one's outside for a ball. 1-1 the count. up to 60 pitches here. Two pitches into the top of the fifth. Rondell down on one knee on the inside corner. The ball goes there. Hard liner down on one knee. moncada grabs it before it hits the ground that ball was headed for extra bases in the corner down in left field and Juan Maca makes a great play at third can't like reflexes and there's one gone here's Luplo as the solo home run earlier in this game the only run for the Indians he's one for one he went Apo into the third row in right center fouls off a pitch after taking a ball 1 and 1 the count Tampa Bay beating up on Boston in Tampa. 7-0. Late in their game now. Line shot. Jumping is Anderson. He picks it out of the air. Two line drives. And Moncada and Anderson make acrobatic plays. And they become very quick outs. And Dallas Keiko owes some stakes to the guys on the left side of his infield. Two very hard hit line drives. Anderson with full extension goes straight up and gets that ball two gone now here in the top of the fifth An outside two seamer misses 1-0 the count now to Roberto Perez Perez is one for one in this game He's the nine hitter takes a strike now one and one Sun starting to set here at the rate purple up high pink and orange below as you look off into the distance On a partly cloudy evening here in Chicago Swung on and missed a two-seamer High and away in the zone 1-2 and the count now to Perez Keuchel working quickly gets the sign and delivers Inside pitch he pulled the trigger On him got him looking Keuchel with the backwards K The Sox midway through the fifth With a 2-1 lead And coming up New challenges bring new technology. DP3Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user-experience-friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today. 312-896-2450 or email info at dp3tech.com. Dominic Leone is going to come in and pitch. And it makes sense. McKenzie is a bullpen guy. He went out there. He pitched four. It's basically a bullpen day with Clevenger being a late scratch. So now Leone's is going to take over in the fifth inning. They've already got somebody else warming up behind him in the form of Adam Simber, the righty. Delivers a Nick Mandrigal right away. It's a low and away slider for a ball. 1-0 the count. Clevenger was warming up and became a late scratch We have not heard of any injury as of yet, we'll see what happens. This may be a push him back to tomorrow, or he may be out of the series. And he is their ace. At least in my opinion, that's their guy. One and one the count out of Madrigal after he fouls that one off, and then a high two-seamer misses, two and one the count. 2-1 White Sox here in the bottom of the fifth inning, no outs. Inside pitch called the ball, three and one, the Pirates Come up in the second inning. They're leading San Francisco now 3-2 out on the West Coast. So back and forth in that game, I'm noticing. Ripped down the third baseline, hooking foul near the pole. Mandrigal with a long strike. The count is full. The payoff pitch on the way. And he fouls off a cut fastball inside on the hands. 3-2, and two, the count remains. After Mandrigal is Robert, then back to the top of the order with Tim Anderson. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Inside fastball. In on the hands. Leone gets a strikeout from the first batter he faces. Coming in in relief to start off the fifth inning. Luis Robber will come to the plate now to face the righty. Meanwhile, like I said, out in L.A. or Anaheim, the Marlins are overmatched. Angels came right out and scored three in the bottom of the first inning and take the 3-1 lead. Robert takes a pitch high. That's called a strike and was clearly a ball. He's one for one with a triple and an RBI in this game. The 0-1 pitch on the way. Outside misses, cut fastball, 1-1 the count. Robert, in the middle of a rookie season, a lot of people expected him to just come up and be gangbusters. Just home runs everywhere, hit 400, be the second coming. And now we're reminded that prospects are really good, and then they get to the majors and they got to figure it out. Mankata had to figure it out. Jimenez still kind of figuring it out, although you see the improvement. Robert, who's 1-2, takes a pitch outside, is now 2-2. Two and two. He's starting to figure it out. We're watching the beginning of it. There's going to be ups and downs until he gets consistent. Nick Mandrigal going through the same thing, as well as Danny Mendick, in a much different way, as he got some time in September. And after starting for the first month of the season, when Mandrigal came up, became a utility infielder. And does the most with his time. Anderson stands on deck as that pitch misses low and away. Three and two now. Ta in a head-to-head battle right now with Mancata in batting averages. Inside pitch, call the ball. That was probably a strike. I'll take the makeup call. The Indians don't like it. Francona with some words over there, muttering to himself. Leone. Off the mound with his hat off Staring at the ground They're very demonstrative here The Indians are When they don't get the call they want Now Anderson takes his time getting into the box As he lets them settle down Robert with a lot of speed over on first base With one out here in the bottom of the fifth Leads the entire major leagues with stolen bases And I would expect a guy with over a 90% rate of stealing bases Successfully to go at some point And that pitch outside makes it 1-0 So a 1-0 pitch. Robert takes off. There's a pitch out. They called it. Down a second. He is just barely out. The Sox decided to go on the 1-0 count. Not imagining they would go down 2-0 to Anderson. The Indians just barely get him even on the pitch out. I'm going to tell you something. He almost beats that. Out at second base by a hair even on a pitch out. And the Indians guess right. There's two gone now, and an inside pitch makes it three and zero. And why not? Because they gave Anderson a ball, which was the surprising thing there. And now a strike down the middle, three and one the count. Sacks have made hay running. Every once in a while, it doesn't work out. Next pitch down the middle, taken for a strike as well, three and two the count. So, with two outs at the bottom of the fifth, nobody on. After Robert is thrown out on a pitch out, Anderson lines that one down the first baseline foul. Count remains full. Still sits at over 90% in his stolen base attempts. There's a cut fastball swung on and missed, and T.A. is back to the dugout. He was 3-0 in the count and ends up striking out. After five, Sox still lead to 2-1. Cesar Hernandez. He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a pop-out. Average down to 249. He's leading off today, and the righty steps in. In the top of the 6 is Dallas Keuchel. He's on the bump with only 68 pitches. And has been very solid for this team so far. Gave up a mistake-pitch solo home run. Otherwise, in control as a changeup Misses low and inside. 1-0 the count. Hernandez has never collected a hit against Keuchel. 0 for 8 now after going 0 for 2 so far in this game inside pitch misses 2-0 the count it's a close one Rondell down on one knee now trying to frame it and a ball called on the outside corner and Keuchel's frustrated with those calls takes his hat off and a deep breath on the mound 3-0 quickly to the leadoff man and three very close pitches two on the inside one on the outside didn't get any of the calls now he goes high and tight for ball 4 he walked him on 4 pitches could very easily be A 2-2 and count. Dallas looks none too pleased. Mercado comes to the plate and skies one foul down the first baseline into the stands. 0-1. Good speed on board. Not a very good stolen base guy. This one's back up the middle. Anderson can't get to it. Roberts going to scoop it and get it in quickly. Runner will hold it second. So a leadoff walk and a single. The Indians are in business. Starting off the sixth inning against Dallas Keuchel. And now the middle of their order comes up, starting with the three-hitter, Lindor. No outs, top of the sixth inning. White Sox lead 2-1. to Keuchel gets another hit right in front of the plate. Rondell's going to pick it and throw him out at first and allow the runners to advance. I think that ball was going to die in front of the plate. Lindor got just a piece on it. It bounced once and then just seemed to stick in the dirt. Rondell's only play was to pick it up and send it to first as the runners were moving on contact. 75 pitches for Keuchel. One out here in the sixth, and here comes Fran Mel Reyes. He takes an outside fastball. One and zero the count. Runners on second and third. Sox leading two to one at the moment. Evan Marshall and Jace Fry warming in the bullpen. The lefty Keuchel delivers. Swung on and missed a changeup low. One and one the count. The entire bullpen seemed pretty fresh today, according to Renteria. So expect everybody to be available in this game. The 1-1 pitch. Check swing, three. they're gonna say he didn't go on a low inside pitch. Keiko sneers, it's two and one. The Nationals tied up two all now in Atlanta in the seventh inning. Meanwhile here we got a two-one game. Dallas Keiko looks in with runners on second and third and delivers. Strike high at the letters, two-seam fastball, a called strike. Two and two to count. Keiko put on the first two on a four-pitch walk and a weak single up the middle. Now with one out, the pitch on the way lifted deep down the third base line. Get foul? It won't. It wraps around the pole, and that's a three-run home run. 384 feet down the line, out of here at 98.9 miles per hour. Dallas Keiko had gone. Five and a third, giving up only one run. He gives up a three-run home run right there. And the White Sox trail 4-2. to He went inside, but it was tailing back out. I'm not sure what kind of pitch that was. The pitch was starting inside. If it would have stayed in, I don't think he gets that. But instead, it's about three-quarters of the way up in the stands in left field. Over the bullpen Here comes Santana 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a flyout Keuchel remains in the game For now with nobody on Disappointment right there For Dallas They have been cruising along The quality start out the window also He's losing by 2 now after entering Up by 1 And never trailing to this point Fastball fouled off Down the first baseline 0 and 1 Next pitch fouled off Quickly 0-2. Santana 0-2 in this game. Awaits the next one. Keiko working quickly. Just misses low, 1-2 and 2 the count. Dallas wants the ball. His demeanor very different right now on the mound. He seems very angry with himself about that pitch. And he's remaining in this game. And the 1-2 pitch on the way. Broken bat down the first base line. Keuchel's going to come in and actually get it and tag the runner, Santana. As it was rolling down the line, he got to it, picked it up, and tagged him running by. Ramirez comes to the plate now with two outs in the top of the sixth. He's 0 for 2 in Dallas. Looks into Grandal for the sign. Down on one knee is Yasmani setting up on the inside corner. He gets the pitch. Well framed. That's strike one. 0 and 1 the count. Keiko, into the wind, delivers. Slider in the outside corner, misses 1-1 one and one the count. Dallas, ready for the next one. Goes low and inside on the slider, 2-1. and Keiko kicks, the pitch. A strike at the knees, 2-2, two and two, the benefit of a good call on his part. That pitch was low. He didn't get that call earlier on this inning. Now a ground ball to Anderson, scoops over to first. They got him on a scoop from Abreu, he had to pick it. Reyes, it's a three-run home run. Keuchel then finish off the inning, getting the next two, but the White Sox now trail midway through the sixth, four to two here in Chicago. Adam Simber comes in, the righty with 19 games and 19 innings, six holds, 2 one record, 2.37 ERA. Will take over the bottom of the sixth for the Indians. As Yasmani Grandal comes to the plate 0-for-2. And the White Sox down by two. Bullpen working right now for the White Sox. Unclear if Keuchel will be coming back in. He's in the high 80s in his pitch count through six. Meanwhile, Michael Kopech, who hasn't seen an awful lot of work, is now out there. Jace Fry remains out there throwing as well. Marshall has sat down. 1-0 to Grandal, who's 0-for-2 on the game, batting lefty still against this righty. Trying to get something going here in the sixth. Swing and a foul ball back to the backstop. 1-1 the count. Sox have won nine straight, sweeping their last three series. Three against the Twins, three against the Royals on the road, and then back home here with three against the Tigers. The twin series was here as well. Rondell reaches for one outside and misses. 1-2 and two the count. The pitch on the way. Swing and a miss, he goes down Swung right through an 86 mile an hour sinker On the outside corner in the zone Yasmani's 0 for 3 and I would start to say he's in a slump Sox have tried to give him some days off With McCann filling in and filling in well But he is struggling And here comes Abreu 0 for 1 with a walk in the first inning Abreu hitting 273, takes a slider down the middle 0 and 1 the count from Simber. This was going to be a start for Mike Clevenger. He was a late scratch, a bullpen day for the Indians, and they have a 4-2 lead. I would imagine they're ecstatic to be in this position. If they can get through the six with a 4-2 lead, you can start to hand it over to some of your better arms in the bullpen. And it will feel less like a bullpen day. Ground ball over to Short. Lindor scoops it back at the grass. Long throw. He just gets a Abreu. And there's two gone quickly here in the bottom of the sixth. And the White Sox have not made more than a peep at the plate over the last few innings. Here's Moncada. Standing in the left-handed batter's box 0 for 2. First pitch low below the knees. 1-0 the count. He scored six times in the last three games. Has been on a tear as of late. Had a big home run yesterday. Here's the pitch. Down below the knees again with a sinker, 2-0. Johan is not biting. Simber sets and delivers. Goes high now with a four-seamer on the outside corner and misses. 3-0 with Jimenez on deck. Aloy is 2-for-2 in this game. The 3-0 pitch on the way. Misses on the outside corner, a slider. Mancada takes the four-pitch walk, some speed on board. here comes Jimenez and you know what he he reached earlier I believe on a fielder's choice so one and two with a double and a run scored he has got 40 RBI 262 average you'd love to see him get a hold of one here it's been a while Simber the righty delivers swung on and driven deep down the third baseline hooking foul he was on top of that one he was just early And he wanted all of it. Can't find the power stroke as of late. Now he swings and misses at a sinker. Low and in. 0-2. And Simber has him on his heels now. The 0-2 pitch on the way. Outside. Misses on a slider. He tried to give him the reach. He did not. 1-2 the count. Sox took a 2-0 lead. It was cut in half on a solo shot. As that one misses outside. 2-2. And then with one out and two on in the top of the sixth. A three-run home run by Fran Milreyes gave the Indians the 4-2 lead Jimenez thinks about swinging for one outside and holds off it's called the ball 3-2 and two to count as full with Encarnacion on deck runner on first to Moncada the payoff pitch here with two outs in the bottom of the 6th inning swung on and fouled back he'll get another one a low inside sinker in the zone Jimenez protects well Simber sets here comes the next one Low and away, and it's called a ball on a close pitch, and Simber wants to know where that is. Indians have whined a lot to the umpires. They're whining now. There's two on, and here comes Encarnacion. He could all of a sudden bring this game back, give the White Sox the lead with the swing of a bat. He's got 15 bombs. He's second on the team right now. 34 RBI. He stands in with two outs in the bottom of the sixth, one for two in this game. Adam Simber checks Mancada at second. First pitch, dribble down the third baseline, foul. 0-1 the count. It's hitting 3-17 with runners in scoring position. A base hit would score Mancada and at least get you one run away from the tie ball game because this one's fouled off 0-2. So like Jimenez, he's down in the hole 0-2 quickly and must recover. Simber has him on his heels. He checks Mancada and delivers. Swung on and sent over to short Lindor. He's going to throw to first, in the dirt, but cleanly picked. Fan base thought that it was going to get away for a second. The inning is over. You can hear some Indians fans that made the trip cheering near a microphone. Meanwhile, 4-2 after six, Indians lead. Here's Domingo Santana, 0-2 on the day. And he is going to get to see the brand-new White Sox pitcher coming into this game, Michael Kopech. Kopech has eight games so far in 18 and two-thirds innings since being activated. 2-0 record, 5.30 ERA, 27 strikeouts to nine walks. Lefty's hitting 200 against him, righty's hitting 333. He's had some very, very good appearances out of the pen and a couple of stinkers as he works his way back from Tommy John surgery. First two pitches are well outside, change-ups tailing away. He's nowhere near the zone. He walks back behind the mound and loosens his arm, and stands back up on the rubber. 2-0 to Santana. Top of the seventh inning, Sox come into the top of the seventh, trailing 4-2. First pitch lifted out into right field. Angle underneath it will make the play as he runs towards the foul line. He had total control of it the entire time. And there's one gone. Jordan Luplow had a solo shot in the third inning for the Indians. That made it 2-1 White Sox at the time. It's now 4-2 Cleveland. He takes an inside fastball from Kopech, 1-0 the count. He bats righty, plays right field. Rondell down on one knee on the inside corner. The pitch away, but it still catches the zone, 1-1. It was not where Yasmani wanted it, but yet still remained in the zone and he got a strike. The Tigers have gone final in Detroit. After we swept them, they beat the A's 6-5 in walk-off fashion in the ninth. Swing and a miss on the inside corner. Luplo is 1-2 with one out here in the top of the seventh. The Rangers and the Asterix playing the cross-Texas series. 2-2 right now in the eighth inning. The pitch on the way. Low and inside. That one misses. 2-2 the count here. Kopech taking his time in between these pitches. Something Grandal does not normally let his pitchers do. Outside pitch fouled off. 2-2 count. Luplo looks anxious. Kopech delivers. Inside pitch almost hits him on a changeup. 3-2 with Perez on deck, the 9-hitter. Kopech into the line. The pitch. Swung on and sent down to first base. to will be flipped over to Michael. He'll step on the bag. Two gone here in the top of the 7th. Roberta Perez is one for two with a single in the third inning. He stands in right now with two outs in the tap of the seventh and a 4-2 lead for Cleveland. An outside four, seamer just misses 1-0 oh the count. Six innings for our starter tonight, Dallas Keuchel. He gives up four. Three of them given up on a three-run home run with one out in the sixth. Finished off the inning. But that's why we are where we are. Solo home run and a three-run home run from the Indians today. White Sox have not left the yard. Luis Robert had a triple. Nick Madrigal beat out a double play to allow Aloy Jimenez to score from third. So it's been small ball for the White Sox. Home runs for the Indians. The 2-2 pitch in the dirt. 3-2, 3-2, the count is full with Hernandez on deck. Two outs, top of the seventh. Full count, 15 pitches so far for Kopeck here in relief. Into the wind. the big righty delivers. Slow, high fly ball, weakly hit in the center field. Robert underneath it, and the inning is over. So Michael Kopek comes in with a 1-2-3 inning in relief. We're going to sing the seventh inning stretch, and then the Sox... Will come up here in the bottom of the 7th and face Emmanuel Clace. Actually, I've been corrected. Clase. That's how the announcer said it. He's got a 7.42 ERA. And he comes in in relief with Adam Engel coming to the plate. 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. The righty looks in. Trying to hold this lead for the Indians, the White Sox. With their 7-8-9 hitters looking to get something going. Engel, Mandrigal, Robert. And then... At the top of the order, Anderson. A lot of speed coming up here. A lot of guys who have been contributing lately. Mandrigal and Robert have the two runs batted in this game for the White Sox. Inside pitch misses 2-0 to Angle, who's been the weak link, to be honest with you, at the bottom of the order tonight. But he will surprise you from time to time. He has seven home runs, and just a few of them in the last week high inside cut fastball goes for a strike two and one the count i was told before the game that the white Sox have the full complement of players everybody's healthy and ready to go We had a couple of minor league injuries so far that have popped up but nothing that really has affected anybody of note is this one is chased out deep in the left field big fly ball back to the wall and gone and mango where did this power come from 385 feet out of here at 104 point miles per hour. The fireworks light up the sky with the solo home run. Angle has his eighth and two in the last two days. And it's a 4-3 ball game. The Sox only trailing by a run. He has been finding that gap here at home and putting it out into left center field. Hard line drives that are getting out of here right now. Here's Mandrigal 0 for 2. He's got a strikeout, and he grounded into a fielder's choice, beat the throw to first, to break up the double play, and a run scored. So 0 for 2 with an RBI and a 2.40 average. He's 1-0 as that pitch is on the outside corner and misses. Next one low and away, 2-0. And And Claise is struggling here early against the Sox. That's a good thing. Now a low pitch, misses on a cut fastball, 3-0. He's got a lot of movement, but he's wild. It's gotten chilly out there. I'm noticing people putting on hoodies. Seems a little strange based upon the way that this week has been in Chicago. Inside fastball, taken for ball four. He walked him on four. There's really good speed on board in Mandrigal. There's no outs here in the bottom of the seventh, and here comes Luis Robert. Last time Nick Madrigal was standing on first base earlier in this game hit a triple and drove him in from first. No outs, Bob of the 7th, a 4 to 3 ball game. The pitch on the way, low and away, a cut fastball misses 1 and 0 oh the count. The next offering, low and misses a cut fastball 2 and 0. Oh. Fans are up and excited right now. The pitcher on the mound can't find the strike zone after giving up a home run. Six straight balls. That's a strike on the outside corner. Robert was taking, I believe. Two and one, the count. The two-one pitch. Mandergo moving. That one's popped back by Robert. Two and two, the count is even now. And an inside pitch that was in the zone. They come back. He swings and misses at a cut fastball high. That was out of the zone, and he's down on strikes. When Mandergo is moving, he swung at a strike. He just popped it back. That was a good pitch, he didn't get it. Then he strikes out on the next one, there's one gone. Top of the order with Timmy Anderson now coming up. T.A. at the plate, one out, Bob in the seventh inning, tying run on first. Outside pitch misses on a cut fastball, 1-0. White Sox batters need to be patient against this pitcher who's wild up there right now. 336 average for Anderson coming into this at bat. Waving the bat, one for three. The pitch on the way, swung on and lifted back instead of forward into the upper deck. Behind home plate, one and one. Home runs are down this year for T.A. This one's lifted out deep in the center field but not deep enough, underneath of a can of corn. Two gone. They've seen enough on the mound have the Indians and Nick Wickren is coming in. 28 2 thirds innings, Terry Francona couldn't wait to warm up another pitcher. If they're watching what was going on, he feels lucky. And he's got two outs here and only one run in. And a runner on first. 3.77 ERA for Wickren. Rondell comes up. 0 for 3 with a strikeout in the sixth. Two weeks ago, if you would have told me that somebody was going to pitch to him and let him hit from the left side, I'd be just preparing for the fireworks. Right now, he's in a slump. First pitch is high. Letter high. Call the strike a slider. 0 and 1 the count. Rondell 0 for 3 with a couple of strikeouts today. The next offering, Lowe misses on a four-seamer, one-and-one. Four-to-three Indians over the White Sox right now here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Sox have an offense that can come back. Michael Kopech pitched last inning. He could remain in. There's also a few guys warming up. Got a lot of options right now with that kid. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and lifted out in the center field. It's a base knock. Mandrigal around second is going to hold. The throw came in very on target. He would have been gunned down. Wise decision to have him hold the second base. Abreu will come to the play now with two on and two out. As Grandal lifts that one out in the center on a fly. It drops down in front of the charging outfielder. Four to three Indians. Two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Here's Abreu 0 for two with a walk in the first. Wickren. Throws a low and outside four seamer for ball one. One to oh know the count? Sox fans feeling it. Absolutely feeling it. It's been a fun inning so far. Let's try to get another run. That pitch is swung on and missed. He went over the top of a slider tailing away. One and one the count. Abreu hitting 3-12 with runners in scoring position. This team currently sitting on a nine-game winning streak. An outside pitch misses. Two and one. 14 games. Check that. 18 games over 500. 18 games. It's June 9th. In my wildest dreams, you couldn't imagine this for the 2020 season. 2-1 pitch on the way. Outside slider catches the zone. 2-2. Two two, it's called a strike. Wickren is one strike away from getting out of this inning. That was not even started by him. Quick check of Madrigal. The pitch on the way. Outside pitch fouled off down the first baseline. Count remains even at two. Next offering comes inside. It's popped out in the deep right field, but it's not going to be far enough back. They tried to will it into the bar. They couldn't get it into the Goose Island section. Abreu flies out, but Adam Engel with a solo shot to lead off the seventh. The lead is cut down, and the Sox trail by one four to three, going into the top of the eighth. Michael Kopech Will remain on the mound as the leadoff hitter Cesar Hernandez comes up 0 for 2. First pitch high and tight, four-seam fastball for a strike, 0 and 1 the count. With the Sox trailing, Renteria elects to keep Kopech in in case this game goes long. He tries to bunt his way on and fouls it back, 0 and 2 now. Do that again. Here comes the pitch, inside and tight, 1 and 2 the count. Only 15,290 here tonight for Tuesday Night Baseball to see a team 18 games over five hundred and a game and a half out of first place after the longest two rebuilds were meshed into one this past decade. Swing and a miss on the outside corner. He sits him down. First strikeout for Kopech. Looking better this inning than he did the last. Sits down the leadoff hitter for the Indians. And here comes Mercado. Mercado the right he stands in one for three with a single and a run scored hitting 297 Brown ball on the first pitch to Anderson he scoops it over to first That's two gone quick out for Kopech here with two gone now in the top of the eighth He gets Lindor Francisco Lindor won the gold glove last year at short He's also one hell of a hitter He stands in there as a lefty And the pitch is on the way Inside slider they're going to call that a ball. Kopech is asking where that pitch was. Grandal actually turns around. And is and, and now Kopek is yelling, come on, as he walks back to the mound. He is very upset. That ball was looking at it completely within the zone. He continues to talk out there on the mound. And now the umpire is about to say something. And Renteria wants a mound visit. And he's going to go out and talk with his pitcher who's fired up after that pitch. Renteria ran out. I would imagine he's going to say something on the way back. Now, we've seen some bad calls on both sides, but he's protecting his pitcher, who's very upset on the mound. And now Abreu talking to Kopech as the umpire comes out, and Renteria is telling him something, and now he's walking away as he talks, so at least he's doing that. We're back to the game. So Renteria does his best to keep his pitcher in the game here. 1-0 to Lindor, should be 0-1. Umpire takes his time now, getting back behind the plate. Kind of shows up the pitcher like he showed him up. Next pitch is on the outside corner called a strike, and let me tell you something, same pitch. Same spot of the zone, just on the other side of the plate. So, Kopech breathes easy, hopefully feeling like that was just a one-off mistake. 1-1 count here with two outs in the top of the eighth, the pitch on the way. He goes inside, four-seamer misses badly. No way that was near the zone. 2-1 the count. 2-1 count to Lindor with two outs here in the top of the eighth. Rondell sets up on the outside corner. This one skied way deep down the first baseline. Back towards the pole. And it wraps around into section 108 for a solo home run from Lindor. He tattoos that one. 428 feet. 113 miles per hour. His eighth of the season. So Kopech... Gives up one right down the line and ramps around the pole directly into section 108. Not what those guys wanted to see. An exciting game. You can see the catch being made there. About five rows back. That's the third home run of the game for the Indians. They had a three-run home run that gave them the lead off of Dallas Keuchel. They lead right now 5-3 after the Sox have gotten a run back from Adam Angle's solo shot. Last half inning. Michael Kopech when an inning and two-thirds without letting anybody on. And then gives up the home run there. 0-1 now on a swinging strike. The Framil Reyes, who's 2-for-3 with that three-run home run, mentioned earlier, change-up low misses, 1-1 the count. Kopech toes the rubber and delivers. Low, fastball, 2-1. Michael Kopech has given up some very deep home runs. We've noticed... Some guys get on top of him and hit towering blast. Overall, I would say that if he was pitching a complete game, he's probably a five-inning pitcher right now and a fifth starter as he comes back from injury. You don't know what you're getting out of him and Rodon eventually this season. That's why Lopez doing so well has been such a big deal for the White Sox. Swing and a miss on that one right down the middle. He challenged Reyes, got him swinging with the strikeout. But not before a veteran and an all-star in Lindor wraps it around the pole out in right field. It is five to three here in the bottom of the eighth inning, and Juan Mancada comes to the plate. Juan hitting from the left side against Wickren who remains in the game. Another righty. It's been nothing but righties today for the Indians. They got two lefties though warming up in the bullpen, and Brad Hand and Oliver Perez. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. The White Sox trail 5-3. to three. Swing and a miss on an inside four Seamer. 1-1 the count. They got two early on. Gave up a solo home run. And it was a pitcher's duel. As Moncada sends this one over to Ramirez. Long throw over to first base. Close play. He gets him by a hair. On the 5-3 pull-out, here comes Aloy Jimenez. One for two with a double and a run scored. The 262 average, and he stands in there with one out in the bottom of the eighth. First pitch high and tight, taken for a ball, 1-0 the count. It was a pitcher's duel until one out in the sixth inning when a three-run home run went out over the left field wall. Keiko gave up the lead, and ever since then the Sox have trailed. It's now 5-3. to Strike there, 1-2 and two the count quickly to Alloy. Wickren working quickly The next pitch, ground ball Base hit The right side of center field Rolls out there deep, Jimenez on his horse In a second, he is safe They had a shift on He puts it through the Big gaping hole On the first base side of second And then it rolled Because they were playing him deep in the outfield And he gets a double Out of it, ground ball double for Jimenez Here With one out in the bottom of the eighth, here comes Encarnacion. He could tie this in one swing. Sox never really out of games this year. It's been a rarity. Outside pitch, ground ball to short. And it's an error by Lindor. Jimenez had already turned back, assuming that Lindor might try to get him. He gets underneath his glove. Encarnacion is safe. With one out in the bottom of the eighth, Angle's going to come to the plate. They're going to send in a pinch runner for Edwin. Larry Garcia will pinch run at first base. Take over in the DH role. Jimenez at second. Garcia is the tying run and the go-ahead run. And Adam Engel with a solo shot last inning. One for three steps in. Outside pitch taken for a strike on a four-seamer. Owen won the count. One out here in the bottom of the eighth. Sox threatening. They have been a fun team to watch. The next offering. Swing and a miss on a slider. He went over the top at 0-2 quickly now to Adam Engel. With Nick Mandrigal on deck. The next pitch. Chopped down the first baseline. They're going to try for two. Three. Six. Three. They just barely get angle. You added speed and they are still able to turn that double play. Both teams have seven hits. But the Indians leave 5-3 to after eight. We're in the top of the ninth inning. Carlos Santana coming to the plate. Ricky Renteria is going to let Michael Kopech come in and pitch this inning as well. Swing and a miss on an inside fastball 0-1. Next pitch pops straight up. Abreu's going to come in and catch it next to Kopech. And there's one gone here in the top of the ninth inning. Madrigal, Robert, and Anderson scheduled next inning. On the bench, Mazzara, McCann, who's been red hot, and Danny Mendick, who's also been really smoking the ball as of late. That's the bottom of the ninth. We've got to get through the top of the ninth. Ramirez comes up. The lefty is 0 for 3. An outside pitch fouled off. 0 and 1 the count. The next offering, down in the dirt, misses 1 and 1. Kopech trying to mix in some change-ups, work on some off-speed pitches as Grandal sets up on the inside corner. He gets brushed back. 92-mile-an-hour slider, and Ramirez... Is saying something towards Kopech, and Kopech doesn't seem to appreciate it, looking in at him, telling him to get back in the box. That one's now ripped over the head of Anderson, and that's a base hit. So Michael Kopech has not enjoyed some things out there today, and I think that's why his manager's got him out there. Got a young player who's got to get himself back into the swing of things. You're trailing a game here late. You're not giving it up. He's a good pitcher. But you've won nine in a row... And you want him to, to come along, and that's part of the process here with these younger players. Domingo Santana takes an outside four-seamer for ball one, 1-0 the count. This is the first base runner that Kopech has seen all game. Lindor had a solo home run. This is his third inning of work. He came in to start the seventh. The runner goes. Grandal down to second. Safe under the tag is Ramirez. Kopech didn't really pay a lot of attention to him. Ramirez takes advantage 2-0 the count Is that one missed? And now you got a runner in scoring position And Jose Ramirez With one out here in the top of the ninth Domingo Santana is 0-3 And that pitch is lifted into center field Misplayed by Robert It goes off his glove as he comes in The runner is going to score Let's see what they call it there He came running in I think he should have been able to get that one The official scoring is going to be a base hit Ball comes off the bat on a low-line drive. Robert comes in, misplays the ball. It bounces in front of his glove, but it's really because he kind of overran it, missed it with his glove, and it hit him in the foot. They're going to give a hit there. Run scores at 6-3, so Kopech now, he's got a lot to work on as Luplo comes up. One for three in this game. It's a three-run game now for the Indians. Michael Kopech coming in. Has given up two runs now, over two and a third. He entered the game, trailing by two. We're currently trailing by three, and that was a big insurance run for the Indians. Nothing is over yet. White Sox, been a pretty good team in late innings this year. The one-one pitch swung on by Luplow. one and two. Roberto Perez stands on deck. The pitch, swung on and sent out into left field, curving foul into the stands. Count remains one and two. Runner on first, one out, top of the ninth inning. You want to find that double play ball here. He goes high though on a slider and gets them the swing and miss. A wicked pitch. Kopech with another strikeout. It's not about strikeouts though, it's about holding that lead or at least keeping that team down. If Kopech could have kept them scoreless it'd be a one-run game instead of it's a three-run game. And that's what the White Sox need in the bottom of the ninth. A low outside fastball catches the corner. 0-1 the count to Roberto Perez. The 0-1 pitch on the way. High and tight, but a slider gets across. 0-2. Kopech working quickly here with two outs now on the top of the ninth. Checks the sign, checks the runner. Inside, and he hits him on the hip. So Kopech hits him on the hip. So now there's two on. And that's it. Ricky Rantori is coming out. He's going to grab Aaron Bummer and put him into the game. Bummer is going to try to finish off this inning lefty on lefty. 33 and two-thirds innings with a 1.87 earned run average. 49 strikeouts to 8 walks. Righty's hitting 115 against him. Lefty's hitting 200. He's got a 2-1 record with 9 holds. He actually moves over Hernandez to the right-handed batter's box, and he does better against righties. So a good matchup either way, and a cut oh, fastball. Man. Swung on and missed on the inside corner. 0-1 the count. Disappointing evening here for the White Sox in the later innings. But they had plenty of opportunities to score runs. They just couldn't get the big hit when they needed it. They have three more outs to play with, as that one swung on and missed 0-2. Sure. Oh, too. And you can tell there's a big difference between an Aaron Bummer... And a Michael Kopech. He knows how to pitch in these situations. Low outside cut fastball. Misses one and two. He tried to get in the reach. Hernandez is 0 for 3. The pitch on the way. Foul ball down the third baseline. Count remains one and two. Checks the runner. The pitch. Check swing. Did he go? They're going to appeal down. They're going to say that he did not. And I disagree with that call wholeheartedly. He clearly went through enough for that to be strike three. Clearly. A strike now on the outside corner goes as a ball, and Bummer is frustrated. And Renteria is chirping now in the dugout. There is definitely an annoyance with the umpires. We said all along they've seen some bad calls over the last week or so, but the White Sox have benefited more than they have had them let them down. Now a base hit in the right field... Everybody's safe. Bases are loaded here with two outs in the top of the ninth. And here comes Mercado. And Bummer trying to get out of a jam. Ground ball immediately to Anderson. Flipped over to second. The inning is over. Rough inning for the Sox and the umpires. And Ricky Renteria is out now, right now, having something to say. We'll see what happens. Ricky Renteria has been removed from the game, thrown out. Arguing with the home plate umpire. Brad Hand is coming in and warming up right now. Renteria thrown out midway through the inning. Angry about balls and strikes. He had a point on a few of those calls. Kopech's got a completely different count to Lindor before he gives up the solo shot. He also would have a completely different count to Jose Ramirez, who drove in the other run. Then Bummer got a bad call and Renterio is done. Madrigal is quickly one and two. He leads off the bottom of the ninth inning with the Sox chasing three. Brad Hand trying to close this game out for the Indians. The lefty throws high on a 4 seamer. Two and two the count. Luis Robert currently on deck. The pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled back. Count remains even at two. Next offering inside. Taken for a ball. Three and two the count. Full count pitch fouled off deep down the third base line by Mads. He'll reset. No outs here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Sox looking for a leadoff runner. The payoff pitch. Swung on and missed. He went underneath a fourth seamer. Madrigal struck out twice today. First strikeout for Hand. First out of the inning. Brad Hand currently sitting fourth amongst the American League lead leaders in saves with 20. The leaders are tied above him with 23. Luis Roberts one for two with a triple and RBI a walk and he was thrown out at second base trying to steal on a pitch out. There's one out here in the bottom of the ninth and Robert takes an inside fastball for a strike 0-1 the count. Sox won nine in a row. Said 18 games over 500. Entered play a game and a half back from the Twins. You never want to lose a game. That's a strike on the outside corner, and this game is not over, but it has been a solid, solid run here for this team, and you can't win them all. I'm sure they still want to get it. They'll also have two more games against the Indians here before they go on the road. The pitch on the way, high and tight, taken for a ball, one and two, to Robert. Anderson's on deck. This game and every game, every broadcast out of Sox in the basement, even when we're not doing games, brought to you by Cork and Carey at the Park. At 33rd in Princeton, get food online with Grubhub or Cork and Carry at thepark.com or get over there and have a beer and some food. They're open. Slider swung on and missed and Roberts down on strikes. it's two gone. Hand has struck out both that he has faced here. The eight and nine hitters for the Sox with 12 pitches. And here comes Tim Anderson. He's our last hope, but we need a few more after that. Trailing by three. Remember, Sox on 35th has the post game for you. The box scores, the stats, follow along with the season. Catch up if you miss any games. They're the world famous blog, Sox on 35th.com Is a high outside fastball misses. 1-0 the count. James Fox, beat writer for future Sox. Going to talk to us about the draft as that one is grounded over to short. The 6-3 put out and the game is over. Fox will join us Coming up here this week after the draft is over, we will talk to him. There's plenty to listen to here. There's a rough loss. You don't like what you see. When you see Keiko make a mistake in the sixth inning, he's been pretty steady, but he has been up and down. And then you see Kopech struggle again. He gives up two runs over two and two-thirds. Michael Kopech has more to work on, but there is something there. And the White Sox will keep working with him. Meanwhile, the Sox only get three runs in this game. It's a low output generally for them. It's one of the top offenses in Major League Baseball. They drop this one 6-3, to three, the first of this three game set to the Indians. Ten runs, six hits, one error for Cleveland. Three runs on seven hits and no errors for the White Sox. Keuchel takes the loss, six innings pitched, six hits, one walk, four strikeouts but he gives up four earned runs on two homers. Dominic Leone pitches one inning and gets the win for the Indians. Struck out two and walked one, Did, didn't give up any runs. Fran Reyes two for four with the three run home run. Player of the game, Brad Hand gets the save. One inning pitch with two strikeouts in the ninth. A perfect ninth for him. Aloy Jimenez goes two for three with two doubles and a run scored. Adam Engel, one for four with the solo home run. Robert goes one for three with the RBI triple, and Encarnacion, one for four. Nick Madrigal also had an RBI in this game. The White Sox dropped the first of three against the Indians, and the winning streak is snapped. They got nine off in a row, though, and they are looking solid and still hot on the heels and sitting in second place, holding off these Indians and chasing the twins. My name is Chris Lanuti. You've been listening to another simulated game as part of a full simulated season every day since opening day. Found only on the podcast for fans and by fans. Socks in the basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye everybody. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.